Welcome to Let Parents Decide That, episode 27, the show where we discuss lockdown lunacy, protecting parental rights, and how to fight fear with strength and logic. This episode, we cover a feminist facing jail time for saying a man can't be a lesbian, more mask hypocrisy, death rates rising in highly vaxxed countries, and a new fatal brain disease showing up after the jab. Join us. The fight starts now. Uh, I'm not laughing at the fatal brain disease. I was laughing at the... uh men can't be lesbians <laughs> like what is happening what is happening the, yeah where do you even find this shit i'm so glad i don't uh like we said on, the, on our last episode the pendulum swings so far around it hits you from the other side yeah. so you try to kick somebody and then you end up kicking so far around you kick yourself in your own ass oh, that's and that's what's happening in a lot of these because they just the the victim mentality spreads so far and wide that yeah. it's just, it, it, it eventually eats all, it consumes everything in its path. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting what's happening. Um, get right to our content here. So, um, you know, Stacey Abrams is right. Yeah. Well, if you watch, she's one of my favorites. If you watch Star Trek, she's president of earth. <laughs> She did a cameo on the latest Star uh, Trek series. And well, was, I don't watch Star Trek. I'm not a yeah. Trekkie. She was but. president of Earth, just in case you're wondering, you know, oh, great. what side of the aisle those the writers of that show fall on. Yeah. Um, anyways, she lost the governorship in Georgia, what, right? And then... Thank God. But then she was kind of like, uh, you know, pulling a Trump claiming that she had won, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody was on her side for claiming that. Yeah. Of course, when Trump lost, then everybody was, you know... Yeah. Shitting on him for even questioning the results. Yeah, how can you even pretend like this election wasn't the most safe, <laughs> safe and secure? And, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, and then she got in trouble for, um, because she's just a mask hypocrite. She yeah. took a picture. We showed, we covered that a few episodes back. Yeah, where, where she was in the classroom with all the masked up kids. And, and she's then, unmasked. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think she finally. Piece of shit. Had, <laughs> she had some awareness that this may may not look good. So here's her again, where she, oh. she tells a kid to pull his mask off because she's had trouble with kids in masks. So <laughs> let's just watch, it's only 16 seconds. So let's just watch this. Wanna take a picture? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Okay, I'm gonna, do you mind taking your mask off for a second? It, it, mom's okay. It's I've fine. had a little trouble taking a mask with kids with masks on. Right here. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I've had a, so, it's not about COVID. It's so, not yeah. about keeping your kid healthy. Does this Stacey Abrams hypocrite, um, you know, con artist care if this kid gets COVID or not, or if she gets COVID from this kid? Get rid of her. Obviously not. Oh my she, gosh. She doesn't give two shits if this guy is, you know, what if. It's all theater. It if, is all theater. Exactly. And anybody that thinks that it's not at this point, watch this fucking clip. All she cares about is how it looks. And she realizes, oh, crap, if I'm hit, sitting here smiling with my big fat face. She didn't ask. Okay. And kid doesn't have a, and kid has a mask on. I look like the asshole again. She didn't ask for a mask so that she could wear a mask exactly. along with the kid. Right. Why don't nope. you put a mask on? Yeah. He, he obviously wants to wear one. Right. Because well, he's right. got one on and it's not. Or. He, he, or he thinks it's it's expected of him. You know, we don't know. We don't know what his true thoughts is because yeah. his parents are the ones that are in charge. And if they're fans of Stacey Abrams and getting their picture taken, they're probably Democrat, which means they're probably a pro all mitigations. Well, then she should have a mask on. Exactly. Yeah. If, if you think masks work, then you should have them on all the time and you shouldn't care about the photo op. Yeah. And if it matters, then have them on all the time or don't. But you can't have it both ways. And let's just take... Take it off when it looks good and then uh, wear it when it looks good. You know, either you think they're effective or they're not. Either they work or they don't. Yep. Yeah. So just more hypocrisy, you know, um, um, amongst the... The, co- the branch Covidians is, uh, I don't know who initially said that, but it's a perfect term for them. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of masking in schools, especially, because that's really where I care the most, because um, I feel that's the most damaging yep. to place masks on the least vulnerable population as far as vulnerable to COVID. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you saw this study here, but there's a, this article in town hall, uh, the headline is new Lancet study destroys the CDC's justification for school mask mandates. Good. Okay. So uh, Lancet, a world renowned medical journal is out with a new study debunking a highly cited CDC study that was used to support mask mandates in schools. 
Um, so basically, they, what they did is they replicated the the CDC study, which initially found a in quotes negative association between masks and pediatric cases of COVID, meaning that if you wore masks, there was less cases. Mm-hmm. That was what the CDC declared from yeah. their study. So what they found once they extended the study over a longer period of time with a larger sample size, that. Uh, there was no significant relationship between mask mandates and case rates, yep. the study found. The results persisted when using regression methods to control for differences across districts. Interpretation, school districts that choose to mandate masks are likely to be systematically different from those that do not in multiple, often unobserved ways. We failed to establish a relationship between school masking and pediatric cases using the same methods, but a larger, more nationally diverse population over a longer interval. Our study demonstrates that observational studies of interventions with small to moderate effect size are prone to bias caused by selection and omitted variables. Randomized studies can more reliably inform public health policy. So, and then uh, this this doctor tweets about it. He said, this study demonstrates how the CDC was cherry picking data to support their school mask dogma. Yeah. The article states in CDC's MMWR journal rejected publishing this reanalysis, most likely because it exposed the CDC's salami slicing of data and use of science as political propaganda. Absolutely. And that's from uh, Marty Makari, MD. Yeah. So, Yeah. Again, just another data point that states how useless the mask mandates were, how ineffective they were, and they don't even cover how damaging the masks would no. be and all the the negative effects. Which, you know, if you don't, if you just throw those out, I'll, you know, you can't even argue that they were effective. So yeah. you have to at least make that point that they were super, super effective if you're going to mandate this type of behavior. Yeah. Um, so like another, beyond another the there. shadow of a doubt. If you're gonna if you're gonna do something like this, it has to be, it has to be more than just a little percentage, mm-hmm. and and right from the very beginning, their own data, their own data, not even these this bullshit study because I they, I'm not sure if the this is the same it. one, but they they had um, looked at like school a school in North Carolina, I think that it was, mm-hmm. um, and and they had used such a small sample, and this right. so it might be what they're talking about in this case. But um, but even before that, the CDC ran its own study um, that showed that only 3% of it, so they studied just positive cases. Mm-hmm. And in their study of positive cases, only 3% of positive cases said that they never wore a mask at all. Right. So, I mean, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and... And, you know, we have our own little case study here between Fargo and West Fargo. Yeah. Fargo having a mask mandate, West Fargo not. And yeah. I just know 100% for sure that the branch COVIDians in Fargo were hoping that a whole bunch of kids were going to get seriously ill in West Fargo. So yeah. their point could be proven, which thank God it wasn't. Yeah. And they had the same instances of COVID happening, the same, you know, hospitalizations and, and everything. You couldn't tell them apart. No. If you if you uh, showed them the graphs of the, you know, infection rates and all that stuff, and you overlaid them over the top of each other without labels and said which one was the mask district, which one wasn't. You would have wasn't, no idea. You would have never be able to tell. And Fargo had less kids and many weeks out of the study they had just slightly higher rates even, which was right. statistically un- insignificant yeah, because it was like by just a couple cases or whatever. Right. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. But like how I'm infuriating. Sure doesn't justify masks. No, absolutely not. <laughs> like how infuriating for parents in Fargo who had those rules foiced upon them by the exactly. administration and they, you know, couldn't do anything and about it. It doesn't even begin to cover the potential negative side effects. Yeah. Just mentally uh, to learning the physical ones that we we don't know what the long term effects of those are. Yeah. But even just for me, just like the mental submission that happens. Yeah. The compliance and submission that your train your crate training as Adam Carolla calls it. Yeah. You know, just that, that compliance. It gives me here. the shivers even thinking yeah. about like that was my main argument against it. Because, you know, the physical act of wearing a mask isn't it sucks, but it's, you know, obviously if it if I felt that it actually did something it, that's not the reason I don't want to wear one is because yeah. it's physically hard to do. I'm not yeah. worried about that. It's that it's a mental symbol of submission 
that I don't want my kids to be forced to have to submit to yeah. and behave in that way and just, you know, live in that type of environment. Especially when, you know, Stacey Abrams and, and the other hypocrites are at the front of the room with no mask on or AOC with all the servants, yeah, you know, having their masks on. And but even her feeling not. comfortable enough asking others around them to take it off. Right. But they want to force you into it. But then when it's convenient for them, Go ahead and you can take it off. Exactly. Just complete, yeah. complete hypocrisy. Disgusting. Yeah. So um, we'll get to some more uh, COVID hypocrisy in a minute here. But uh, this is the story I mentioned in the intro here. Now, this is where the pendulum's swinging around and you're hitting yourself in your own ass again. <laughs> and the left starts to eat itself. Because if you're a regular old school feminist who like is pro-woman and thinks that, you know, if uh, you know women shouldn't be only in the kitchen and all that, all that stuff, and equal rights for women, and then everything. you have to have a definition for the woman. Then, yeah, you're right, well, <laughs> and you're basically almost seen as a white supremacist bigot now. Yeah, you're, you're almost you're you're just barely to to the left of the you know of of Hitler now. Yeah, if if you're just a regular old school feminist. In fact, there's even a term for it, and I just heard it on the latest Ricky Gervais special because he was talking about trans, you know. He's making fun of the trans movement to kind of in how women, you know, old, old, and he's like, oh, you old regular women, you dinosaurs with, you know, without the cocks, yeah. you know, <laughs> and then he, he brought up a term called TERF, which is an acronym for, um, and I think it's in this article here. Uh, it's a trans, trans exclusionary radical feminist. Oh, that's what, so that, and that's what JK so you, Rowling so you're is now a radical feminist. And that's what JK Rowling is now. JK Rowling, very left-wing person. Okay. okay. She wrote all the Harry Potter books. Oh, I know who she is. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Potterhead. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but she's been speaking out on this stuff because she's kind of an old school liberal feminist, mm -hmm. like in the traditional sense. She wants women to have equal rights, and, you know, not be barefoot and pregnant, stuck in the kitchen, you know, and and all the the standard kind of um, social construct, gender roles that yeah. feminists in quotes have fought against for years. Um, and she just got cr completely crapped on because yeah. she. You know, said, "Well, we're getting, we're going too far here." And you know, I want to fight for actual women. Yeah. And then, if you're not willing to declare that a man is a woman, then you know, you're basically a bigot. Yeah. So that she got, she got lumped in with the white supremacist bigots now. Well, I'm glad. Like, I'm not glad that she's because they've they were trying to kind of cancel her or whatever. Yeah, they were. Yep. And I'm. But I'm glad that even people like who was the other guy? I can't remember. Bill his Maher. Name. Bill Maher. Yep. Yeah. Who's a classical liberal? Yeah. Who I mean, himself. that they're even coming to like they're like, wait a second, like this shit isn't making sense. Well, the left has moved so radically far to the left that if yep. you were in the center before, or if you were even center left, now the left moves so far away that the center got dragged to the left of you. So now you're center right all of a sudden. Yeah. And Bill Maher has not changed his positions. Yeah. Um, the the you know, general demeanor of the discourse has changed so radically that uh, now he seems like he's on the right yeah. of, of things. And same with J.K. Rowling. So anyways, to cover this story, so this is in Rebel News, and it says, Norwegian feminist faces three years in prison for hateful tweets criticizing transgenderism. Wow. Now, here's one thing that you have to realize. In America, we have a very unique circumstance of having the First Amendment. Yeah. And, and we're, like, very close to treading on that. <laughs> right. And well, we're we're treading on it right now. We're very close to having it ripped away from us. Exactly. But you don't realize how rare that is amongst the world. Yeah. If you're in Canada and you're a comedian and you say the wrong thing on stage, you can get arrested. Yeah. You don't have freedom of speech. Gosh. It's not guaranteed through a constitutional amendment like ours is. That is so crazy to think about. Yeah. How that is you, that? That your thoughts can't come out of your mouth. Exactly. Like literally, you know, like that you can't just whatever, whatever you're thinking in your head, it it's not allowed to come out of your mouth. And one of the arguments you always hear about is, well, hate speech isn't, isn't, uh, you know, a right. Well, actually it is. Yeah. In fact, the, uh, what is it? The ALCU, ACL, ACLU, ACLU, right? American Civil Liberties Union. Yeah. Used to be the only people that would defend like actual Nazis. Yeah. Like you'd see them on Phil Donahue or Geraldo back in the day, mm -hmm. you know, and they'd have some Nazi on there, like a classic, you know, redneck, actual real Nazi who yeah. hates them N words, yeah. you know, and then they'd have the ACLU on there defending them, saying, yes, we hate this speech. We hate this guy. Yeah. But he's he has a, a right. He's a piece of shit, but, but he, he can has say a what right he wants. to say it. Yeah. The only thing you're not allowed to do is physically threaten people. Yeah. But hate speech is. 
protected by the First Amendment. That's, but it's amazing how many people do not understand Just because that. you don't like it right. doesn't mean you can't say it. doesn't mean someone else can't say it. But if you polled, I'd say everyone under 40 years old. Oh, absolutely. And said, is hate speech illegal? They would go, oh, hell yeah. I bet 80% yeah. think it is. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. It's, that is protected speech. And that's the reason that it exists because you're allowed to say things that are unpleasant that someone else may not like. Yeah. Now this lady, okay, no, Norwegian feminist uh, faces three years in prison for hateful tweets criticizing transgenderism. Jen Toft, who is a male and an advisor in FRI, presents himself as a lesbian. That's how bonkers the organization, which supposedly works to protect young lesbians' interests is. How does it help young lesbians when males claim to be lesbian too? Ellingson wrote in her offending remarks. Offending remarks. So basically- That's just a common sense- yeah, Right, what you'd think. I mean, it sounds pretty commonsensical. So this FRI, okay, so this is, um, it's a trans activist group, uh, for region and FRI, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. But she, okay, this, sounds Christina Norwegian. Ellingson, she leads the WDI, which is the Women's Declaration International, an international feminist organization. She faces police investigation after she allegedly stated in a tweet that males cannot be lesbians. And they even have to put, she allegedly <laughs> stated... Right. That males cannot be let, like, like God forbid that she actually would have stated that. Who is reading this and think like who is reading males can't be lesbians and being like, oh, I know, I'm like, so offended. Must prosecute, like, must prosecute immediately. Throw her in jail. Yeah, uh, she made her remarks in response to trans activist and FRI advisor Christine Gentoff who identifies as a lesbian despite being biologically male. I, I'm so confused. <laughs> I'm hell? so confused by this. And then, okay. Like, can't you pick a lane? Like, According to WDI, Ellingson now faces an investigation over her tweets. A woman is an adult female. It is physically impossible to change sex. Gender identity refers to a person's subjective convictions and to persecute women for refusing to accept subjective convictions they do not agree to is a human rights violation. So that's people defending this lady. Yeah. Women must have the right to correctly sex men, yeah. to refuse men's subjective convictions, and to freely express what they see with their own eyes without facing criminal prosecution. Yeah. And, th and this is how you end up with males in women's prison impregnating yeah. prisoners. Yeah. Because they say, hmm, do yeah. I want to go to the men's prison with all the hardcore murderers and get, you know, gang raped every day and maybe possibly killed? Or do I want to declare myself a woman yeah. and, and uh, be in a woman's prison? Yeah. Otherwise known the as the best, best place ever if best, you're a dude. And if you're the only one there. <laughs> like, exactly. And talk about, talk about being an attractive dude. Oh, talk man. about raising your stock. You're the one guy in women's prison. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty insane. So, yeah, that's going on. And this is Norway. Um, you know, but if this is America, you know, you would think she could, she would just be getting old school canceled. But yeah, she wouldn't people be, would be getting mad, she but be she facing couldn't be getting arrested. Now, here it says, under Norwegian law, Ellingson could face a prison sentence of up to three years if she is found guilty of misgendering a transgender activist. Sick. In January 2021, okay, very recently, just yeah. a year ago, Norway added gender identity to its list of protected groups under the country's hate crime laws. Wow. So that's what we're dealing with across the world here, people. That is nutty. Okay, so that was Norway where that, that stuff's happening. Again, we're protected very, very by this thin line of the First Amendment, which yeah. is getting... Thinner and thinner level of protection Absolutely. every year, it seems like. Yep. But don't let uh, don't let that shock you that there's still forces in America that are pushing for the same type of punishment. Wow. Now here, um, my wife sent me this this post here. So um, this is a Fairfax County Public Schools wants to discipline your child for malicious misgendering. So while we do have the First Amendment right in America, right, yeah. as citizens, it doesn't mean that school districts, companies, you know, your workplace, organizations can't implement l rules that you have to follow, right? Even if they seem counter to the first amendment. So that's that's the problem now. I'll just to lay it out for the audio listeners. Yeah, here. I was so, reading it while you were talking. I'm yeah, already so this disgusted. Is, this is a resolution put forth in this school handbook in Fairfax, I assume it's Virginia 
Fairfax County, whatever, it doesn't matter, somewhere in America. Yeah. It says, Chapter 2, Acts for Which Students May Be Disciplined, Disciplinary Procedures and Interventions. Category C, Relationship Behaviors Which Create a Negative Relationship Between Two or More Members of the School Community, No Physical Harm is Done. So that means, you know, you didn't uh, You didn't actually, actually hurt anyone? Actually, right, didn't actually physically hurt someone. But as we know, words are much more dangerous yeah. than actual physical violence. So here's one of the... Um, ways using slurs based upon the actual or perceived gender identity which includes but is not limited to malicious dead naming or malicious misgendering so that means if someone was so that means that when Steve we call William Thomas William instead of Leah right like if if that's some, dead naming yep and it, just like in our last episode, when I was saying, calling him a dude the whole time, mm -hmm. if I was in school with him, that would be, I would fall uh, under this statute and could be punished according to this statute. If I said, hey, dude, come here, or, you know, yeah. hey, William, or whatever, or referred to him in that manner, that would be seen as malicious and, and you know, punishable by by this school statute. So that's where we're headed. Here's the thing that really freaks me out is at the bottom, it says misgendering. The act of labeling others with a gender that does not match their gender identity deliberately or accidentally. Oh, shit. I didn't see that. Or even, accidentally. Even oh by God. accident. So, okay, yeah. Which, you know, how are you going to expect kids? So if somebody is, is their, their thing is they, them, how the frick would you know how that? How would you know that? And well, let's be honest. I mean, with all the the million different genders there are now and the different Demi this and Demi that. Yeah. And have, I mean, I mean, you've, have you ever been to the, you know, grocery store and then the person checking out and you're like, uh, I can't. Yeah. I'm not quite sure I, anymore. It's like exactly 50, 50. Yeah. Is it like a dude with long hair or is it a girl, girl with short, short, hair. short hair and kind of dressing butch? Cause there's some people that dress like right in the line and yeah. almost as if they want to appear genderless which yep. is one of the categories by the way yeah asexual agender demigen i don't i can't even you keep don't track even, no but if you know if you're not have if you don't exhibit the standard feminine characteristics or male characteristics and you accidentally say the wrong one you can fall under the statute as being is punishable yeah that's ridiculous i mean i used to have really long hair mm -hmm. back in the early 90s and you know dudes would walk into the bathroom and go oh sorry ma'am <laughs> and they would, they would turn around and walk out. And when you're standing there? Yeah. Well, well, they would just see me. They would see super long hair down to my ass and go, oh, sorry, ma'am. And they'd walk out. Oh, man. Okay. I, did I get mad and claim victimhood? No, I just said, well. You son they, of a bitch. They see hair down to my ass and, they, and from the back, oh. I look like a chick. <laughs> Completely standard mistake. I mean, I wasn't mad about it. Yeah. I'll show you I'm pictures. Just, it was ridiculous. I need to see because I was pictures. also super skinny. So then you know just you just look dying. You know, <laughs> happened all the freaking time, all, the, all time. the time. And sometimes when I was walking towards them too, I mean no makeup or anything. We didn't ever, we missed the makeup era, but just you know having super long hair and yeah, well and you know fairly feminine. Well, you're features. so pretty. Yeah, I just so. I can't help it. My, my eyelashes were super long, but. I didn't get mad and be like, oh, how dare you misgender me? Uh, it's like, no, well, and it's especially, understandable. Especially like flip it now. Now, if you're doing it on purpose, right? right, right. Like now, if you're <laughs> like, oh man, like if you're, say, say you're a chick and you identify as a chick, but you're, you're dressing really butch mm -hmm. and you know that right. you can't pretend like that's like just a normal thing that like nobody's going to, Oh, nobody's going to have any trouble with this. And then if somebody calls you a dude and for you to get mad, right. like, sorry. It's like I was uh, the other day I was talking to a guy and his name is spelled S E A N. Yeah. Sean. Nope. C N. Shut up. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my God, your parents must hate you yeah. because how many times a day do you have to correct people? Yes. You know, but you can't be mad if someone sees it written and says Sean. No. Because that's how 99.99% .99 of people in the world would pronounce Seeing? that. Seeing? Yeah. Right. And who even, what? I mean, it's. I think it's a Scandinavian thing, whatever. It doesn't matter. You're allowed to pronounce your name however you want, but don't be mad if it deviates from the vast, vast, vast majority. Yeah. And if it's, un you have to consider intent. That's what's scary here is they're not considering intent. Yeah. Like you said, or accidentally. Yeah. Deliberately or accidentally. I can see deliberately, like if you know 
the person's told you a hundred times they want to be called Sue and you're like, Steve, yeah. screw you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because yep. you are bullying them. You're verbally abusing them. Yep. You're being a dick. Okay. That's, you can't have people treating each other like that. Yeah. You have to deal with that. I get it. You know, so, but I don't know how school districts handle that. Let's say somebody's name was Thomas and you called him Tommy. Oh, Tommy. Yeah. Just because you knew it annoyed them. Yeah. Is that wrong too? So are they still, yeah. Are you still going to do this? You know, and I get it because as the administrator, you have to consider intent. That's, that's my only point is I wish that they would consider intent. So enough on that. All right, let's move on to this. Um, So this is kind of interesting, right? So Peter McCullough. Peter McCullough, my old man boyfriend. (laughs) Right. I love him so much. Herd, okay, I'll just read this tweet. Herd immunity dropped from propaganda campaign. Now remember, the reason that they wanted to get everybody vaxxed was to achieve this mythical herd immunity, right? Yeah. Now he's saying it's it's they've dropped that propaganda angle because of number one, it doesn't stop transmission. That's by far the biggest reason. Yeah. Because if you are if the effects just wane immediately and you start getting COVID again, then what good is herd immunity? It only works if you eject everyone on the same day in the entire country. Mm-hmm. And then you do it again a month later. Yeah. To keep that. And then again of, a week later. <laughs> exactly. And then again four days later. Yeah. Number two, do, do not stop occurrence of URI. I don't know what that means. URI. Do not stop occurrence of. Yeah, I don't know what that is it either. It must be some type of. Upper respiratory infection. Oh. That's what it is. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it doesn't stop transmission, number one. Number two, does not stop occurrence of upper respiratory infection. Which meaning is. Meaning if you take the, the, the yeah, jab. The big you, scary. You still get you still get the same symptoms as people that are unjabbed. Number three, are short acting. Yep. Yeah. They're waning. And number four, no health value to recovered. Meaning if you got COVID anyways, the jab isn't, isn't uh, significantly helping you. Even if everyone takes them, no impact on the pandemic. Epic global failure. Yep. Exactly right. Yep. Exactly right. Um, so that's you know kind of interesting how they're not pushing the herd immunity because if it wanes after a few weeks, how can you possibly ever achieve herd immunity? And he doesn't, again, Peter McCullough is very careful. He's very he measured. He does not say things that aren't true. Yeah, he's very measured in his words. because he, he, he wants to make sure that he can back up everything that he says. Exactly. So just some more illustrations of the complete lack of efficacy of the jabs. Some more pandemic of the vaxxed news. Gail King, Oprah's pal, announces she has tested positive for COVID-19 after, in quotes, trying really hard to avoid it. Well, I bet she thought when she got jabbed, she wasn't going to get it, didn't she? Yeah. They're trying so, really hard. Trying really hard to avoid oh, it. Oh, she was asked to leave the studio after sharing her diagnosis. <laughs> She's tested positive for COVID-19. On Monday, the CBS Good Morning co-host announced the diagnosis in an Instagram video. Announced the diagnosis like it's a freaking death sentence, like it's a cancer or something. Well, because these people, the branch COVIDians, still take this very, very seriously. This is insane. I was talking to my stepdad and, you know, in his defense, he wasn't wearing a mask or anything and we're, he was hanging out like regular. So, you know, he's... Getting out there. Yeah. But the subject came up and he said, it's still out there. You know, yeah. so he's just still like, oh, it's lurking. Yeah. And he's got that vibe. And well, good thing that it's not getting any worse. And that's how these branch comedians feel. And she says, okay, the thing I've dreaded has finally happened. I just tested positive for, I got the Rona. <sighs> Wearing her mask, of course. They ran a test, another test. We're going to take one more just to be sure. So she's taking three, and she's probably taking them every day, too. Yeah. When she walks in the studio. But in the meantime, I have been asked to leave the building and go home. (laughs) Oh, God. So, you know. But in the meantime, they gave me my cardboard box and sent me packing. So, and here, you know, again, just proving the complete lack of efficacy of the jab. She concluded her video by adding that, in fact, she was double faxed and boosted yeah. before being escorted out of the studio. Yep. A lot of good that did you. Yep. And At, thanks for telling us, Gail. A few hours later, she shared a video update confirming that after four rounds of COVID tests, it was time to accept the reality that her oh results were in fact gosh. true. So here she is. She's going, oh, I can't possibly have it because I've been well behaved. I've observed all the <laughs> protocols. Yep. I've done everything right. Dun, dun, it dun. can't possibly be true, but guess what? got the rona bitch because <laughs> that jab the four jabs did not help yeah. you still got it so a lot of freaking good that did oh man so 
annoying. People are so sad. Now, here's another one. Pete Buttigieg. I tef- I have tested positive for COVID-19 and am experiencing mild symptoms. I plan to work remotely while isolating according to CDC guidelines and look forward to when I can safely return to the office on the road. And the, the best comeback here is from Jesse Kelly, who retweeted this, and he says, will you still be able to breastfeed? What the heck does that mean? Because he's gay and he just had a baby. <laughs> oh. And he was on paternity to leave for like nine months or something. Oh, my goodness. Forever. So there he's just giving him crap for, for uh, being a... Having to take a long, long patern- paternity long leave. I can't talk too much about that because they don't have room for this person at daycare. So, right. yeah. So, <laughs> at least he didn't say the stupid line of "Thank God, due to my jab." I'm so he, I'm he so didn't repeat thankful the line. that my symptoms are but actually less let's, severe. Let's quote. Let's look at the actual tweet and see if he he just says he's isolating. Okay, whatever. Now. Just, you know, I never want people to forget how the unvaxxed were treated um, not very long ago. And, you know, we can't forget all the measures they tried to take to force us to take the jab and are still doing. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's Buck Sexton. He kind of illustrates it, My how my anger is it kind of encapsulates here in a tweet. Um, <laughs> hey, remember last fall, characters. Biden... Remember last fall, Biden gave angry speeches about how it was a pandemic of the unvaccinated and anyone who didn't want to get the shot was a menace to their community who should be fired. It was total bullshit. It's going to be a long winter. Democrats deserve electoral electoral annihilation just for this. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Absolutely. Because they, they like to pretend... That they didn't say shit like that. Right. Well, guess what? All the shit is on video. Yep. You were on a million talk shows when you were trying to ram the vax on our throats, repeating all kinds of bullshit. And then you use that as a reason for getting the jab, you know, no questions asked. And then yep. when we dared, dared ever raise any questions or just say, yeah, I hear you, but I still might not want it. Yeah. You selfish well, prick. You prick. Well, you're not going to be able to work here then, or you're yep. going to have to mask up. Well, no one else has to. Yeah. Fuck that. Yep. You know, and I many still, of us fell under those under those uh, <sighs> under those regulate potential regulations. Now. I'm still seeing people like nurses and whatever else that are walking out of the hospital like with masks and all this stuff. And all I can think is like, are you like a hero mm-hmm. that that submitted an exemption and wouldn't get the shot and now you have to wear it? Right. Like I'm, and then just instantly, I just feel so terrible that this is still such a daily thing for some people such a daily thing my my girlfriend just went to visit her grandma in a minnesota nursing home and i i haven't been to any nursing homes on this side of the you know on north dakota so Mm -hmm. i don't know but um she she was harassed to have her little boy put on a mask even now yes even now josh so they walked in and her kid is Three years old, and she has a three-year-old and a, another. Is it because they think they want everybody that walks in to have a mask, or because they think that three-year-olds unvaxed? They, I don't know. I think it was just that they want everybody. I okay. Like, did they let they her wanted, come in if nope, they're she va- had if she's to, vaxxed? Nope, she had to wear a mask. They asked everybody to wear so a mask. So they just want masks on everybody. Josh, until you get to the room, and then you can take it off. Okay, like you can take it off when you get to the room. What the hell? And she, they said, well, we have small masks for for your son. She said, nope, he won't be wearing one. And they got to the room, and she just, she said that the lady said, oh, and then took her back to her grandma's room. Then they get there. So did she push through and refuse the whole time? So no, nope, she, she she put it on because she just wanted to go see her no, grandma. For the kid, though. But for the kid, yep, she, she was refused. Yep, she refused. And they let her walk through. So yep. So That's he, good. she just said, she, the lady just said. Okay, and they take her to the room, but then a lady, another lady came with the small mask and said, oh, well, he's just going to have to wear it in the hallway because it is the law. She said, it is the law. What? Yeah. And my friend- law? There is no law. And my friend was like, was like, no, he's three. He's, I'm not going to put a mask on him. Like we already walked all the way here. Well, he can't, he, he can't leave without one. It's like, what are you going to hold him hostage here? Yeah. Or do we have to go out the window? Or are you going to call yeah. the cops? Or I dare, I dare you to try to stop me, bitch. Exactly. What, what in the world? So what'd she do? She, they ended up just finishing up their visit. She just told, she, she like fought, had to fight with the lady. Right. And then she finally said, well, I guess it's okay if he just doesn't wear it in the hallway. She goes, isn't that exactly what I just fucking said? Yeah. 
God, just the brainwashing. Yeah. It's insane. And, and how stupid and, <clears throat> and ridiculous you have to be to think that COVID only exists in the hallways and that the air right. in the rooms stays inside exactly. of the rooms and doesn't travel anywhere. Exactly. Yep. This big, scary three-year-old. Well, as a reminder, now that here's another tweet from one year ago. No, the Biden CDC director. Okay, here's we listen to see what she says here. Yep. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick, um, and, and that it's not just in the clinical trials, but it's also in real-world data. It's also in real-world data. <sighs> that, was, that was one year ago. Freaking so. liar. Yeah, complete bullshit. And that was the reasoning and that they used to try to force everyone to get vaxxed, whether they wanted it or not, yeah. and causing a significant percentage of the population to get jabbed when they did not want it. Many people I know, in fact, most people I know, if the vax is a complete option, like a flu shot, mm -hmm. they wouldn't have got it. Yep. Most people only got it because they were either emotionally brainwashed into thinking they had to have it because they were so scared yep. or it was going to be a, a condition of employment yep. or you're remember you couldn't go to freaking restaurants in Minneapolis. You were going to maybe not be able to get on a plane. You couldn't travel to yeah, Canada. I, had friends I don't think that you can still go to Canada. I had, I don't jab, No, you can't. Jab. You no, still can't. You and, can't. And it's freaking June of 2022 and I, I can't go to Canada right now. Yep. So my travel is being restricted yes. for on what grounds? On what grounds? Absolutely Sick insane. Bullshit. Yep. Because they can't, like, again, if you would, if you would sit any one of these assholes down and you just ask them common sense <laughs> questions and just be like, okay, why does everyone have to get it if it doesn't stop transmission? Exactly. Like, let's just point blank ask these freaking people, it, why? Right. Why do we have to if it doesn't stop transmission? No. And then what are they going to say? Exactly. They, they, they have no freaking comeback. No. And the, the best part is watching now from two years ago, this is when Trump was developing the vaccines. Here's all the same people who one year later were going to fire your ass if you didn't take the jab. Now, here's them talking about the vaccine when it was under development. Yeah. I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be. We can't trust the president uh, and take his word and take a vaccine that might cause harm to us. If and when the vaccine comes, and it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. Let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Well, I think that's going to be an issue for all of us. When we finally do, God willing, get a vaccine, who's going to take the shot? Who's going to take the shot? Yep. We will need to have access to the vaccine results so we can make our independent <gasps> assessment to make sure Were they asking? the fingerprints are not on it. You can be the first one to say, put me, sign me up. They now say it's okay. Is the vaccine safe? Uh, frankly, I'm not going to trust the federal government's opinion. <laughs> and I wouldn't recommend to New Yorkers based on the federal government's opinion. What? And the question of whether it's real when it's there, that requires enormous transparency. Would you trust that vaccine? There's very little that we can trust that comes out of Donald Trump's mouth. We cannot take for granted he made this it. process will be right. free. Because he was the maker. Influence. I don't trust. It's the same exact freaking yeah. people making the vax, no matter who was president. Yeah. That's what's so hilarious about this. I mean, yeah. they're just completely flip-flopping and, you know, and I'll, I'll give Trump credit here because he's been pro-vaccine the whole time. Yeah. Even well, at now. least he didn't switch. And even yeah, he didn't switch. And so he's sticking to. At his, least he wasn't like, oh, I can't trust a Biden vaccine. Right. He's sticking <laughs> to his principles because his ego is too large. Yeah. So if he was involved in the development, his administration was involved in the development, then he's going to be pro-vaccine for life. Yeah. He disgusts me when he talks about the yeah. shot. I have to shut him off. I yeah, can't even even to, even to to when he starts to hear boos from his crowd at rat rallies. Yeah. He, so you know, but his ego is just too large to to say anything bad about the beautiful, delicious vaccine. Um, so, so funny though. And that, that goes on for another minute past another minute and 20 seconds past what we just listened to of these people just completely <laughs> lying and flip flopping and, and shitting on the vaccine only because Trump was developing it. Yeah. So that tells you right there, they, they're not sticking to their principles and I don't know why we'd expect any politician ever to, but if you're going to trust them now when they're saying, get it, 
Well, that's on you then. Yeah. You're just an idiot if you believe that based on what a politician tells you. Again, you have to take a look at all the data you can possibly find and make your own freaking decision like a free American should be able to. Ridiculous. Pause right. for one sec. Pause for the baby. And we're back. All right. So here's another book. I just love this guy, Buck Sexton. You got to follow him on Twitter. Well, and Buck he's got Sexton. a cool name. <laughs> yeah, right. So another tweet he had was, the collapse of media interest and supposedly huge success of our ongoing mandatory COVID vaccine campaign is not surprising at all when you look at the efficacy data for the shots in 2022. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as the shots were revealed to, to wane in efficacy, incredibly quickly then uh, all of a sudden you know they just change their talking points yeah just on the at the drop of a hat just yep. like no questions asked they can just turn on a dime yeah they here. just totally switch it but it's all keeping the same thing the vaccine is safe and effective the vaccine is safe and effective yeah they're somehow still clinging to that yeah. and they still want to push it on even wider uh swath of the population yeah. i mean basically is there any person in america they no. don't want to jab no nope. they want to take newborn babies fresh out of their mother's womb and poke them with a right unfreaking oh my god <laughs> exactly Just disgusting yeah like like i said when they started jabbing i think it was the five to 11 year olds i said well yep. the human trials human trials start now yep you know i mean we're gonna find out what happens um so buck sex and good follow on twitter um now here's another study that came out now one remember one of the big um reasons for taking the jab was because if you get covid you're going to get... You won't get... You might get long COVID. You get And myocarditis, right? Yeah. They're saying the instances of myocarditis and the heart problems were worse amongst people who got COVID than amongst those who got the jab. Yeah. Okay. So here's a study that talks about... Basically, just the, the title is No Evidence of Myocarditis After COVID in the Unvaccinated. Hmm. So they're basically saying that uh, if you just got COVID and no, weren't jabbed, you there wasn't uh, increased incidence of myocarditis in the study. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> that's kind of interesting, right? And it's kind of a big deal. And here's a reminder of when the incidence of myocarditis rose and it shows a graph. Um, you know, when does it start to peak out? Yeah. The Weird. After the, the vaccine is right, introduced? Right at the introduction of the, of mass vaccinations. Remember this is when they were vaccinating a million people a day. Yeah. Right. So January, March, or January through May of 2021. Yeah. All of a sudden, you see this in massive increase. Huge spike. Huge spike. In, and then another huge spike. Yeah. Uh, what is that? About eight weeks later? Right. Or more than that. But Yeah. It's geez. just ridiculous. So, you know, good luck, everyone that took the vax. Yeah. I hope it works out for you. I mean, seriously, because otherwise, what are we left with? I mean, it's scary. Yeah. It's seriously scary to think about the number of people that have taken these shots and like, what does the future hold for them? Right. And hopefully it's a small number. You know, it's hopefully it is rare, but you, yeah. just from the data I'm but seeing. But this it's isn't not, even the only thing though. No, That's no, the sad thing. Yeah, we don't know what the overall effects are going to be, especially yeah. if you keep getting one every six months yeah, because for the rest of your freaking life. Yeah, compound on each other. They don't, it's not something that flushes out. And because the brainwashing tells you that you need to re-up that, got to keep that antibody, those antibody levels high. You got to re-up it. You got to keep the levels full or whatever. It's almost yeah. like filling up your battery. And yeah. uh, oh, I, 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 like I saw one of my old classmates, 50 years old, same as me, double boosted, got to got to keep those antibodies up. I'm ready for the next wave, you know, just full on brainwashed. I'm ready brainwashed. for the next wave of the cold. Oh, right. Like, I can't stand it. I might get a cold. But the thing is, and the jab that you just took was not designed for the current variant anyways. Yep. No. So what, it's not even that effective and it wanes almost instantly. <sighs> so what, you're getting no efficacy from it and, and you're only introducing the chance of any negative side effects that are known and unknown. Absolutely. And based on this compounding data, I and sure no, as hell would not be getting more. No. If I had got the... J and J or the my uh, Moderna or whatever back when they first came out a year ago. Yeah, I'd be like off the boosters by now. Yeah, I'd be tapping out. Yeah, not getting another one. Even if I got it to save my job. When or you already see when when these are some of the side effects that you can already see, you can only imagine what the ones are that that are coming along down the road that we don't know. Yeah, and then are they even going to be willing to? Uh, 
talk about them. Yeah. It's going to have to be undeniable. Yeah. Undeniably large for us to even be able to see. Yeah. That's the problem. You know, and you know, in 10 years from now, there's going to be the lawyer commercials. Yeah. Were you injected with Moderna or whatever between this month and this month? You may be entitled to cash settlement. Yeah. That's definitely 100% coming. Well, and um, okay, so this next one. Okay, so here's another story for audio listeners from, from Alex Berenson on his Substack. Overall deaths in Australia, where nearly everyone is vaccinated, are spiking. Now, this is interesting because in Australia, they went with the COVID zero strategy. Yeah. So they tried to really limit the instance of infections, which they couldn't do, but they kept them lower than a lot of places. So, you know, you do have a a jabbed population that had less COVID, okay, but they still have an increase in deaths. So why? Why, why would Australia have an increase of deaths if there was less COVID there, yeah. but everyone's vaxxed? You know, it says, uh, add Australia to the country seeing an unusual surge in deaths from all causes following mass mRNA shot campaigns. The Australian government reported on May 25th that deaths in Australia were 21% above normal That's in huge. early 22. That's huge. 21%. That's e- huge. And even if you exclude COVID deaths, deaths were more than 10% above normal. So even the ones they can't tag on with covid mm-hmm. um so that's freaking scary now what it says here in this some more context here the australian death spike is particularly striking because australia had no excess deaths and little covid in 2020 and much of 2021 thus the usual alternative explanations cannot hold the spike cannot be a result of delayed medical care or long covid whatever that is yeah. australia's weather and geography are also very different than european countries now reporting excess deaths Furthermore, Australian data shows that most excess deaths in January and February 2022 were not cardiac. Deaths from cancer were slightly above average, but the biggest jumps in deaths were from diabetes and dementia, both almost 30% above both almost 30% above normal. Crazy. Like people just caught diabetes all of a sudden. Well, here's what it says. Reports in scientific journals in the federal VAERS database have highlighted cases of severe diabetic dysregulation following the mRNA shots. Wow. Anecdotal stories of elderly people suffering rapid mental deterioration, especially after a second or booster shot, are also common. Wow. That's freaking scary. That is super scary. Rapid mental deterioration. Oh, and I got to skip ahead to this this story that I saw um, from Robert Kennedy. Now, this, I hadn't looked at these together, but now when I read that Alex Berenson one, it, yeah. it triggers triggered this memory here. Now, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. posted this study. Um, it says, study sh- suggests a link between a rapidly progressing incurable and fatal prion disease, or maybe it's prion, mm-hmm. known as Crutzfeld-Jacob disease and COVID-19 vaccines. Wow. Now, this has been a fairly small amount. Um, and there's an, I'll post the article in the show notes as always. So you can read it for yourself and decide for yourself. Um, but, uh, you know, and obviously he's a biased source. He's very anti-vax mm-hmm. um, across the board. Yeah. You know, he's very suspect of a lot of the uh, big pharma stuff. So, yeah. you know, read, read it with, with the standard skepticism you read everything with. Um, so what he says was, according to Mayo Clinic, CJD is a degenerative brain disorder that leads to dementia and ultimately death. Um, so they believe that the prion region from the original Wuhan COVID-19 variant spike protein was incorporated into mRNA vaccines and adenovirus, adenovirus vector vaccines given to hundreds of millions of humans, and that can cause a new type of rapidly progressing sporadic CJD. Wow. So, and this is rare. They said they've analyzed 26 cases and found the first symptoms appeared on average 11.38 days after infection, after injection with the COVID-19 vaccine. Of the 26, 20 had died by the time the study was published and six were still alive. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a small number. You know, it's kind of like monkeypox. You don't want to get riled up over a small number of things, but it's definitely something to keep your eye on. But here's the thing. And I'd rather not roll the dice with this. Yeah. Because my thing is, <laughs> is like, I just know that... This stuff is underreported. Mm-hmm. Like it's a small number, but it's a small number because okay, again, I had a friend tell me that they're they're um, a good friend of the of their family just had their booster shot, and he's granted he has had heart problems. Mm-hmm. Okay, but two days later he has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Now. Because he's had heart problems in the past. Yeah, you could just say, is that coincidence? Or you could say, is that a coincidence? How do you prove but causation? You don't. Yeah. But 
should that be reported? <laughs> right. I think exactly. so. Well, and also because you old, can't prove that it's not either. And if an old person gets some type of dementia and dies fairly yeah. recent, uh, fairly immediately after the jab, yeah. can you tie it to that? You can't. Right. But should it be reported? Again, I wish. Yeah, I wish just all the data was being tracked. And, and transparent and patterns, so that we have access to all of yeah, it. Yeah, and patterns will reveal themselves once enough data is collected. Exactly. That's all I want. Yeah. And wherever the truth leads is where it leads. And, I mean, I would even say it, if it was proven that, you know, the jabs ultimately saved X amount of lives in the net. Yeah. You know, like let's say, okay, yeah, the jabs did kill a million people, but they saved two million. So yeah. it was a net savings of a million. Yep. I'll, I'll say, okay, fine. But yeah. we should have all been told the pluses and minuses and yep. been able to make those decisions ourselves. Exactly. Not under threat of travel and job loss and You mean else. like that Democrat said on the video that we just right. watched? That exactly. they would want, that they'd at least want the information? <clears throat> exactly. Weird. Because, you know, make the case and I'll decide as a free American. The problem is when it's a communicable disease, they feel like they can override you and mandate this behavior. Yeah. And that's, what's the scary thing. Your rights don't end in the case of emergency. And they'll lie. They'll lie their asses off to get you to comply. Yep. Obviously there, there's no shortage of that going on. All right. Let's talk about a couple more things here. So here's another uh, Alex Berenson report here. It says death rates are soaring again in highly vaccinated European countries. This is June 3rd, only just five days ago. All cause mortality is spiking. So same thing as Australia, right on yeah. schedule three months plus three plus months after booster MRNA shots and mostly in the, in the elderly, the most highly boosted group. It's getting hard to see this as coincidence. Haven't we seen as well in the United States all-cause mortality increase? I'm not I sure. thought that I heard that. As I, I haven't researched that, um, but so he says after months, only months after suffering a huge and unexplained increase in their death rates in the fall of 2021, many Western European countries are seeing a new spike. This increase includes some COVID deaths, but is not limited to them. Several countries now have death rates more than 15% above normal. Scary. An extremely unusual event, especially since demog demograph demographers, demographers expected death rates to fall as COVID eased. Yeah. Right? Because aren't these jabs supposed to be saving all these people that would have died from, from COVID? You Shouldn't know, there be less people dying? I mean, I don't want to sound like a crazy tinfoil hat person or anything, <laughs> but like if you're a guy that's got a whole bunch of money that believes that the world is overpopulated. <laughs> I mean, Bill Gates. Yeah. Just saying, <laughs> just saying. Yeah. The spike last fall came a few months after near universal COVID vaccinations. This spring's rise comes on the heels of the third shot booster MRNA jabs that were far more common in Europe than the United States. So he's making the point that in countries where they just had general larger amounts of compliance, and, you know, we don't have as much, you don't have as much America freedom lovers. If we do a really, really good job with vaccines, we can reduce the population by 10 to 15%. Exactly. Exactly. Right. He didn't say that, though. No. Yeah. Nope. Exactly. I mean, and it's literally 15% and then up to 20% in Australia. I mean. Here's another point, too. It says the excess deaths are occurring in countries that have. Currently, large waves of COVID, like Portugal, end in those that do not, like England. Yeah. So it's not, you can't attribute it to people dying of COVID. Nope. The only thing in common is that they're all highly vaxxed countries. Yep. That's, that's what they have in common. That is just freaking scary. Very scary. So, you know, good luck. Good luck, bros. Now, we talk about monkeypox, right? Um, a couple episodes ago. And okay. we just and dismissed that entirely. Yes. Now, here's a report that... And I remember you even mentioned shingles as a thing. Yes. And this is bullshit because actually as a side effect, the scientific name of shingles, which I don't, I don't know how to pronounce it, but is listed on the side effects. <laughs> yeah, so funny. fuck you guys. Yeah. So, yeah. So basically we're talking about monkeypox being similar to shingles. And then now here's an article that says COVID-19 vaccines don't cause shingles, but may lead to flare ups. So there's huh. another one in the win column for the vax. Yeah. It oh, uh, may lead to a... So, <laughs> so yeah. What's the difference? An another reason to get the jab. Oh, I, I want to really have a, a shingles flare up. What's the that's difference? That's missing in my life. If, if it doesn't... What if you... Okay. So you have shingles, right? You have the shingles... Um, virus. Virus yep. because you had chicken pox. Yep. Okay. So it may lead to a flare up. Yeah. 
So basically, that's the same thing, right? Yes, the study suggests COVID-19 infection or vaccination against the disease may reactivate the virus if a person already has had shingles or chickenpox. So, so that's again, everybody. What good does it do? <laughs> like, who hasn't had chickenpox? Right. So, what's the advantage of the jab again? Yeah. What? Where's the? What's the positive? This just makes me like want to find somebody with chickenpox now. And I mean, if, if you made a giant list of all the positive reasons to take the jab, you know, give me every one, every branch COVIDian, give me every, every one. Yeah. And then, you know, you make a list of the negatives. Well, guess what's been crossed off almost every reason to take it. Yeah. And guess what's pew, being pew, added pew, pew. a ton of reasons <laughs> on the don't take it column. Uh. So at, I wonder how many people who got jabbed religiously at, at first I wonder have regretted that. I wonder now. how much they're actually paying attention though. Yeah, because I I've I've seen st okay, like even when the mask stuff comes out, even when it's on freaking MSNBC when the lady says, "Well, you know, there's just not that um, big of a reason to wear one when not everybody else is wearing one and <laughs> and if you wear a really good one, you know, then that's good enough for you." And it's like, "Wait a Freaking minute, and then they're still like at Sanford. It's like you know, my kid had to wear one for an entire year and a half at school. Yeah, and for and months, now you're like whatever, whatever it doesn't even matter. Yeah, for months after that, they were still saying like at Sanford and at school and whatever, like oh, like we have to wear one to protect yeah. everyone else. It's like, aren't you watching? Yeah, aren't you watching the so, news? Well, because people number one never want to ever admit they were wrong, and if there's a, some policy that they really fought vigorously for to implement. They're not ever going to go, oh, well, we need to immediately get rid of that. Yeah. And, you know, backtrack. Yeah. Like, you, you, that's just not in people. It's disgusting. Yeah. Like, let's be adults and just say that we made a mistake. You made a mistake. I mean, one of my, it's okay. one of my buddies, you know, remember when there was a, during the marathon, not this year, but last year, there was a, a group of, you know, I don't know if it was recall people or yep. protest people, just basically anti-masks in school, mm -hmm. you know, had signs up and whatever. And, and. And, you know, I'm friends with this dude. And he was, like, just pissed off at that. Yeah. And, oh, God, those idiots, blah, blah, blah. And I think he even either flipped him off or, like, boo, like, when he ran by him. Because mm -hmm. I was there taking pictures. Yep. You know, for the group. And it's like, dude, don't you feel like you were – are you ever going to admit that you were completely on the wrong side? Would yeah. you still defend that position yeah. that you think – that those people were in the wrong for yeah. saying their kids should have the right to choose whether they get masked or not. Yeah. Give me a break. So How can weird. you possibly still cling to that? Well, it's, And they would just say, well, based on the available data we had at the time, that was the best course of action. Based on what we had. So then you have to be an asshole to other people. Right. Because like we saw that too, like at, you know, we, we staged a couple like little protests or whatever. And we had, we had grown ass people with kids in their cars, like, Laying on their horns, screaming obscenities at us. Like, I, I, what are you doing? I'd love to interview those people now and say, have you changed your mind? And if so, would you go, knowing what you know now, would you still flip them off or lay on the horn and go, you suck or boo, yeah. you know, this protest? Or would you go, hmm, no. Maybe they did have the right yeah. idea. Maybe, they, maybe they're right all along and I got sucked into the brainwashing and, and I was the idiot. Yeah. But no one ever, rarely, rarely does that ever happen. No. So, you know, you don't expect that from people. Um, all I can do is just stay super, super vigilant to not let this crap happen again and just have a ton of resources yep. so that if any entity tries to go, oh, um, you're going to have to wear a mask at your, yep. no, and here's why. Well, that's like my girlfriend. I wish I, you know, she said too, she goes, I wish, she said, I already knew in North Dakota, like that we had exemptions and that it's not a law and whatever. She said, I didn't know that for Minnesota. Yeah, like, do you need to carry around a copy of all the statutes? Exactly. So that you can point to them and go, uh, here, actually, it's this, this, this. Like, you don't want to have to, you know, do that and be an asshole all the time. And you know, when Costco, I remember Costco was the first store. It was like May of 2020, I think, mm -hmm. where they were the first ones that like required masks to walk in the door. Yeah. So I just like, well, not going to Costco because I don't want the confrontation. Yeah. But now I'm like, if I could go back in time, I would go in there without a mask and I would be that asshole. Yeah. I'd be like, no, and here's why. Yep. And I think if enough people would have just done that in the beginning, maybe they wouldn't have been able to enforce it and maybe we could have put a stop to that. Well, and especially not for so long. Right. You know, like if it would have just kept being a confrontation if yeah. it would have just kept every day their employees just said actually I have rights right and I'm and, not going to wear one and then how are you going to force me to force others to wear one if I'm not gonna right because there's a way they can do it they can just put a sign up that says highly recommended okay yep. fine 
or like when they put when they switched it to everyone needs to have a mask to vaccinated people don't have to wear a mask and then they didn't check your status so obviously everybody can wear a mask or not yeah so they had an out yep. they could have just taken that route from the beginning and we need to make sure that that's the route they take next time absolutely all right guys we're gonna wrap it up there so make sure you send emails to let parents decide that at gmail.com make sure you watch on rumble Make sure you listen anywhere audio podcasts are found, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Support the show at LetParents.com or LetTheParentsDecideThat.org. Stay strong. Keep fighting. We'll see you next time. Can you say bye?